Hey Firelight Warriors, uh, what a lopsided day in my life. I'm uh, getting ready to get my workout of the day in. Been uh, flooding the whole place and water and cats missing and coming back and my body and I have so much fun and so much joy with my work and I feel like every day is making history. I feel like I'm living out diet culture history, you know, while I'm enjoying my life. So. If you know what I'm talking about and you get the same chills and you get the revelations and you get the insights and the epiphanies and they keep on coming and it builds up momentum, you're on to it. Don't let it off your radar. So I'm gonna somehow make myself ready to to train. So I want to kind of go through a little bit of the insights about today's lesson about the defeat to refeed where my whole motivation, the lessons, goal was to truly make you who have achieved or have a normal body weight range, a normal BMI, like a normal body. It's not overweight, not underneath, not underweight. You have been leaner maybe in the past, but you're typical, an average person. Like you are fine. Nothing's going to happen with you. You know, like you're not in an emergency that you're going to have a heart attack because you're carrying three people, but you have aesthetic goals. You have preferences, your preferences, priorities. You just like me might want to color your hair or you don't. You might have interest to have a certain shape of your body and that's why you work for it. You have reasons and you don't have to explain them to me or express or ex- or stand up for it or somehow take the time out of your life to express why you need to do what makes you happy because with me duh if i can't hear you that you're happy and you are continuously doing what makes you happy and it's not an in denial thing you're doing to stay happy right now with a cupcake in your hand thinking you're gonna be leaner tomorrow it's for real if i can't hear that then I'm not the coach who wants you to be happy. I'm just a coach who wants to you copy my life so I can be sitting here purring that you're doing my thing. I'm not like that at all. I'm a loner. I know exactly what it is to be with my own way to do it. And I'm not going to do it any other way because there's a reason why I fight a diet. I couldn't stick to any diet at all, my friends. That's why I made my own. And then when I made my own, you bet I was sitting there fueling my new fat loss ambition coming up with oh how hard I'm gonna train and how hard I'm gonna diet and how I'm gonna be strong and I really ooh thriving off I'm gonna kind of sadomistically uh you know show myself show my body who's the boss and it was (laughs) stupid but hey it's lessons right we got the work done and that anger the frustration is really how you train hard but you don't want to train like that your whole life of beating yourself up for what you did in nutrition or laziness or forgetting your principles. So for me as a coach, it's about enabling each person find your way of being happy and healthy and not revert back to unhealthy life. And not if you are disciplined enough to be able to stay super lean all your life. I don't want you to do that unless you can get out of your diet depression mode. That comes every other blue moon when you don't know what to do unless you sabotage So even the most disciplined person is going to find the little sneaking hole where you realize you're not at all out of the whole desires against or for junk and for all things that are sabotaging. You're not out of that. You're just functioning, not going back on your drug addiction. And that is your choice. Just like me, I can go back and enjoy whatever. But what is that going to do for me? It's about knowing yourself and what you don't want to have in your life. 
It's no different than if I don't want to be pregnant, I don't sleep with men without protection all day long and hope to do it, plus go on fertility treatment and oh man, did I get pregnant? Who could have thought? It's a natural way to make me pregnant, as in just the thing. So now if you're a woman who thinks, you know, you haven't had a child again, again, this is my life and I'm sorry, but this is the thing that you have to know, that a fitness body is not a human right. Having a body that functions, a transportation system, a home that is healthy and feels good, that's a right you should work for and want. Blah, 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 I can talk forever, so let me get to the point here. When you have a normal body and you're not overweight and you're trying to get leaner, you have to stop relying on the scale to be the dictator for what you're going to do next. Because you're going to end up with the same insight that no matter what the scale shows you don't know what to do with it anyway because if the scale drops then you're gonna have the second guess did you drop lean muscle and if the scale goes up you're gonna wonder wait is that fat is it water is it muscle and then you start to look at the body you're gonna have a second thinking and if you forget that the scale might go down while you ate in a surplus because you changed the way you ate so you ate high volume fighter diet, now you ate low volume keto, it's gonna be weight loss on the scale overnight, but you might be fatter because you ate maybe a surplus, it accumulates an ounce of fat. But the ounce of fat you won't see on your body scale. But you will see it if you add the ounce for let's say one ounce for a week, that's seven times, well that's seven ounces, what is that? I have to convert now. Uh, 200. Oh, that's 200 gram. Oh, it's not going to be a half pound. So quarter pound, a half pound, you might see on the scale if it's a happy day and you just, all the lines, all the stars align. Then you might see that on that day, the scale is going to be in your favor. It's going to show the reality that it's going to be that you lost a quarter pound. And then now here you realize that if you just had a fart on the, a fart on the square, or you had an, a not the perfect you know, the super heaven in a bowl, toilet bowl, you have a little backed up because you ate like me the day before and you know it's going to be fiber and a volume and it's not the same as fat gain. If you forget that, you are never going to ever figure yourself out of what to do with the scale. But you're always going to end up realizing you were happy because you felt lean until you stepped on the scale and you noticed the numbers up and you don't know what to do. And here I'm gonna just show yourself why it's ridiculous to keep on thinking you're gonna find anything of value, substance, that makes you understand how to keep things simple, to understand systems, instead of thinking about fairy tales. Because that's what you keep on telling yourself about the scale and how it worked and how it didn't work. Because that's how you spend your time. All the thoughts, think about how much time you're spending on trying to figure out what I can say, just stop doing it. Because this is the reality you need to know. The scale is not going to tell you much at all to keep you motivated once you have a normal healthy body weight index. So a normal body weight range, whatever you want to dictate, debate about that. I am using it so you know that once you have that normal BMI, it's not going to be enough to be lean anyway. So step one is 
achieve a healthy BMI with phyto diet the way we do. And then now you can pick on what kind of body composition, how lean do you want to be right now? You want to be a peacock lifer. Maybe you want to do and see how far you can go. Maybe you want to maintain. Maybe you rather want to be stronger. Maybe you don't want to have to be as lean right now. There are more things and reasons to work for that does in any, not in any way make you have to change what you do. So that's what I mean. The all or nothing thing is just a way of changing a little bit like the weather report. Like if it's going to rain today, I might want to bring a raincoat. But I might know also that in California, I might sun later. So then if I'm not prepared, I might think it's going to rain all my life away. How depressing. Well, who thinks it's ever going to be sunshine again, right? Well, I should just give up. That's the way you practice around the scale when the scale is not at all what's going to give you the right coaching. Because it's like playing soccer while you were actually trying to be a tennis pro. You're not playing by the rules, but you're trying to make them apply to the game you're not even studying. It's a whole other game from getting lean when you have a normal body weight because you're now a fitness person. You're not going to have those... The, the people who compete are not big overweight and then come shredded because it's just too much body change in too little time. So that's why it takes a lot longer time than anyone wants to remember. Now today in my coaching, I talked about that if I were to start again on my fattest, I didn't proceed the start with a first I'm going to falsely increase my weight by having a last cheat day. So I have more water in my body now, so I'm going to have a sudden acute drop, which is going to motivate me. But if I think, and if I had myself coaching, I would say this. So now, just you know, little pumpkin, Pauline, that if you dropped all this weight, you know that if you want to be, uh, technically speaking, you would be fatter now because you dropped weight. That means you have less water, so you have more fat. Now, how would that make you feel if you did a body composition reading? Or the scale suddenly showed that the margin of error 4% was perfect, that it was fatter. What would you do then? So then you notice that you, you kind of didn't really think this through, did you? Because every time we go on the scale here and we kind of want to be motivated because we feel so lean, then we step on it. This is again, I have to do it again. What is going to happen? One, if it shows the number goes down, if you are a normal fitness person now, as in crazy in the head, you're gonna realize that now we have the koan, the dichotomy of fitness life. Like, how do you know that was not muscle? How do you know you are burning fat? How do you know that it's not that you should refeed? How do you know you shouldn't eat up? What is stopping you from going for have a cheat day when it lose when you lost four pounds overnight? And here's what you need to know: there's no way you can lose four pounds of fat overnight, but you can have a sudden poof, four pounds shift after weeks of dedication every day because that is how i talk about the sourdough bread in the oven that you have to take it from getting the ingredients prepare it rice rice again take it in the oven and still you can't take it out before it's done just because you want to see if it's ready because then you mess up with the whole thing it's gonna be flat it's not gonna rise so you have to think like that when you get impatient so now when you go on the scale and it shows four pounds down you think oh i could have a refeed but hey that was just you had a really good shit that morning and you just you're not leaner yet because you haven't even 
exhausted your glycogen storage in the muscles and the liver. You haven't even put in or, or find the fat in your visceral fat, the fat that you want bad out of your, your gut. That's the bad fat. That, that, that goes first before your subcutaneous fat that you see between the skin and the muscle that you think is first going to last and come out. No, first is going to be the visceral fat that is the dangerous fat. So, it, it accumulates over time just like muscle. So, for instance, I have trained more than a year now in my new weight. I have now accumulated weight, so I'm like 51 kilos. I'm not 49 anymore. But that didn't happen linearly. It didn't happen month by month. It wasn't like 10 ounces. It wasn't like one ounce at a time that I could follow. Because it doesn't work like that. It goes in waves. But the waves you want to prevent is the tsunami wave surfing, which happens when you feel that no matter what you do, eating well, doing what I tell you to, you are not losing weight because you're not even supposed to, maybe. Maybe you are on the borderline, but you just have to, you know, the body recomposition as in you're going to get more muscle, you're going to have less fat, you're going to over time have that butterfly effect, the metamorphosis that we cannot explain how it works, but it does. It's not different than the universe works. We don't know how to explain that either, do we? We still don't know everything. And why would we think we know everything about this? I'm waiting for that day when we're going to have that epiphany of we've always said we can't build muscle and burn fat at the same time. We still do it. And that's going to be now. We know how. Because I know it happens somehow. We just don't have the right way of measuring. We don't have the right kind of devices or scientific ways to gauge so small things like less you know, particle size that we can't see it. And so it has to accumulate to critical mass for us to detect it. It wouldn't be different than for you to see a plant. You have to first see it come out of the soil. You don't see it before it was a seed, before it was in the fruit, right? So think like that. There's some meme with a carrot that someone has in an icebox and it's underneath something. But anyway, that's a good one. So when you have a normal body weight, Whatever the scale says, it's not going to do anything for you to know what you're going to do. You're not going to have a refit just because the scale changes. You're not going to have a cheat day or think you can eat and get away with it just because the scale drops. If you do, you're just stopping what you're trying to make happen. It's like, hey, we put everything in motion. Now you're stopping it because you think, hey, I'm lean already because it was a day. Now, we're going to work a little math here. Now, think about that. An ounce of fat is kind of the most you can think that you're going to burn or something in a day. I'm just taking as a number because it's much less. If you think about it, a pound per week divided by, it's going to be an ounce or so. So, oh, I have to calculate again here. So, seven, how many ounces now? A pound, I have to calculate. A kilo a week, a two pounds a week if you're really working hard. That means it's not going to be that much of a day anyway. And remember now, you can lose fat while gaining weight on the scale every other day. So that's what I mean, that you cannot compare every other day fluctuation like a weather report because you're going to think that there's never going to be sunshine again, that you're not doing it well enough. When you just have to know, I have to keep on doing this every day for weeks before I'm going to have enough work done to accumulate to enough can I see on the scale consistently. So if you want to consistently see on the scale go drop down, which it will do with the right behavior, because that is what makes the consequence, that makes the result. Your everyday actions all accumulate to down the road, just like for me. 
If you don't learn that, you see what happens, that you're gonna trust the scale and telling you, and the scale is never fast enough to tell you because it's always premature. It's like you're asking a kid about how to reason when they're adult at 40. They're not gonna give you that right kind of right reasoning. So now we all sit with our kind of ideals and we have this, we want to achieve, we are stubborn, we want to have it. And the thing again, that everyone is going to end up much scrawnier and skinnier and less muscular with a lower number on the scale than you ever want to believe. And that's another thing. That's another thing that can go against you because then you get the other fear. Oh, how can you be this skinny? You have to gain muscle. And how are you going to gain muscle? Well, you're going to you think you're going to have a refit, it's going to have you gain muscle because that's what all your friends are going to tell and all your fellow diet, yo-yo diet, they're going to tell you, oh yeah, you should eat up, of course. How would you trust another woman who wants to get lean that you should eat up when you're not even lean yet, but you just lost on the scale, but you look the same? So again, you got to trust on what you trust and what you don't. So think about that now that if you have an ounce of fat to, to lose a day, in one week, that will be seven ounces. In two weeks, that's 14 ounces. So in two weeks, it's like a pound of pure fat. And let's go with a little water. So maybe five pounds of water. Now think about that, how you want to have a scale win every day. And if you don't, you stop. Because you freak out if you suddenly have one. You celebrate when you lose and when you don't. You do it everything with food, which is the opposite to what you do. Everything the scale says is going to be disappointing. So if the scale shows you a bad thing, you're going to go back on your word and commitment. Because you don't trust it anymore. Because it's not working. That's what you say. I just say, why are you on the scale in the first place? And then, think about... If you feel discouraged about, oh, that's too little. Well, there's no way around it. And here's the thing what you wanted to know. The faster you get into enjoying what you do in the eating and training and forget about the scale, the more time flies and you realize there wasn't a problem with eating. It's just impatience would get the number on the scale to be visible that makes you keep on going back and never get to see what you have, what, how lean you are and how you can refeed. Because you never get to refeed the way you can when you're lean and then have a big refeed. Because you just go back and snack and that's how you stay the same. And that's then when I just wonder how long are you going to want to tell your stories about how the scale was this and then it was that and then it was this. And it's not about the scale. It's about you and what you do and you got to understand what are you trying to make happen. So that's why I want all my women to unite together and stop this scale obsession because if you're overweight, you are gonna find your healthy weight anyway by simply doing what I tell you to do. Because the scale is gonna go up and it's gonna go down and it's gonna fluctuate, it's gonna be stuck and it's not gonna be that you're stuck. But if you keep on trying to make life be that it's gonna be that, you're gonna live your whole life and die without that making your reality. And here's the thing too, it's not even gonna make you happy at all. Because it's still going to make you scared of gaining weight back. So now you're going to notice what happens if you keep on relying on the scale. You're going to notice you don't want to do pobo. Because pobo means the scale is going to go up. You're going to be bigger and denser on the scale. In feces and in fiber. But you can't handle that, right? Because you forget. Being heavier on the scale but leaner means you're leaner and you're stronger. have more lean mass. That's great for your metabolism, which you say is so much of a problem. Well, you know what drops your metabolism? Dropping the weight. 
Because an elephant needs more calories and burns more calories than an ant on the same calorie budget. So there's so much into this, but the most important thing is just stop it. Because here's the thing. Why don't I stress about my scale? Because I just stress about what I know I do. I don't deny on how I live and I don't closet it thinking I'm going to get away. Because I am my own leader. I know what I do. And I don't play the game because I will never get away with it. I never end up waking up happy. And since happiness is my only life goal that I care about achieving and maintaining every day. You see why I don't want to be my own enemy? Because how could I? In any part of me. Talk about how people are this or that and how they are because they are the way they are. While I would be that person myself. To really talk how I'm not truthful, how I'm not honest, how I just give up, how I'm just this or that. It would be me defining humanity in a nutshell. All the bad stuff about And I would talk about people like they are bad, that people have excuses. Of course they do, just like me. So that's why I don't have any interest at all to listen to my own bullshit about what is just a way to accept. And that's also why I just can't listen to you guys, because I will just not have enough time to talk to you and tell you the same story over and over and over that's when i just i just just can't listen not because i don't understand you more that i understand so well that's why i just don't have timelines i don't have time in my life to not learn and not understand so i can be happy right away that's what i want you to know from me if i die today (laughs) just know that that it was all about that obsession about the number when the number would never be where you're going to be happy anyway. And if the number made you happy that day, you would go and have a second kind of koan here, dichotomy of fitness life, how to build and burn at the same time. You're going to would be, how would I know it was the right kind of loss now? How did I know it wasn't just muscle? Because if you keep on living in fears, you're going to keep on holding on to fears. You're going to succumb to your fears. You're going to end up losing to fears. You're going to end up eating all your fear of eating to gain back weight that you never even lose in the first place because you never get to lose it because you just, you work water. That's what I want you to know. See you back in FDA tomorrow for the lesson number two, defeat to refeed. Now you know what I'm about. Spread the word.